0: Welcome to the Totally Transformed Podcast. So glad to be with you here today. Uh, my name is Lance Borden. I am the son of Dr. Connie Borden, Christian psychologist and author who sits across from me here today. And we have a great topic today to talk about that's very present day, very current as far as relating to the things that are happening in the Middle East, that you know they are significant to human history. And it is in our time that we live in. Um, And so we wanted to talk about our posture towards that and, you know, how we can approach those things and observe those things and process those things and be part of the solution, really, um, in being part of God's plan and the kingdom of God, which we are members of if we have come to know Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. So. How are you doing today, Mom?
1: Doing really good. I call you
0: my mom because you birthed me, (laughs) and uh, I've called you Mom all my life. Yeah. And so uh, it would be weird if I called you Dr. Connie. I
1: remember remember the challenge when I actually had you in my class at a Christian school in the third grade, and I was Mrs. Borden then. What did I
0: call you? Did I call you?
1: Well, we talked about it. I think you did both. I didn't put a trip on you. If you said, Mom, you know, that's your norm every day. I don't believe I re- required you to say Mrs. Borden, but maybe you did a few times. Um, you know, that's just trying to be normal in a, a kind of unusual situation where I'm the teacher and the mother in the same classroom but right. of course I taught I homeschooled you
0: and all that so and I always say that I that I did not receive favoritism in that class I know that because if I got in trouble in class I also had the double jeopardy of getting to uh, have the follow-through getting in trouble at home um, so it wasn't an advantage by any stretch but it was a very special time and we got to ride together every day on the way to school in that three-year period when I was in elementary school when you were teaching at the same school, um, culminating in you being the teacher of my third grade class. And this is when
1: cool. you had to go through downtown Dallas. Yeah, to we get lived from on the east Garland side. To Garland to Irving. Yeah, trying there to go from Garland to Irving. traffic sometimes was bad. But I just want to say my hardest thing was that not looking like I was favoring you when you were actually excelling, because you won the math Olympics and... You were naturally just a really great student and studied hard and did well on the tests and so I was thinking and then I had to give that up. Hey, it is what it is. If he wins the math olympics, he won. If people want to think I've favored him, that's their problem, not my problem. So, you know.
0: You can't would. worry about what people think. That's right. Yeah, praise God. He um he he gave me some some talents and abilities as he has everyone else. Um but I also credit you for many of those at least brain skills. Since you ate eggshells when I was in your <laughs> womb, in order to so that I might have the best nutrition. That must have been calcium, though. That eggshells were providing. Do you remember what what well, it you was? I want to provide
1: some background. I was reading a book called "Let's Have Healthy Children." I forget the author at right this moment. And
0: I've I've had a very healthy forty-seven years. So yeah. you uh, check the box there.
1: She's she had this concoction called one two three step up that you drank, and it had eggs in it it had eggshells it had you know a lot of nutritional things it wasn't just straight eating blended I'm sure yeah blended like
0: a, not not rough yeah. edges eggshells I'm sure yeah like. like
1: a shake and she had a theory that the the vitamins that we take recommended maybe are not as healthy as maybe another regimen so I kind of went off script and believed what she said and felt directed by the spirit to do that. And, um, yeah, you, you not only turned healthy, you're in my opinion, you're well, not in my opinion. What are you? Six, three, six, four, six, four healthy. And I think you're very handsome. So well, thank you. You're welcome. And thank you for
0: those. Your mom uh, should always tell you that you're handsome. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but you
1: are <laughs> other people say, so ask your wife, ask well, your,
0: I hope, I, I hope my wife thinks I'm handsome. <laughs> <yeah>. Um, <clears throat> so, well, anyway, some, some fun blasts from the past there. Um, but let's talk about present day and what's going on in our world. Um, as we all know, Israel, uh, was heinously attacked by, uh, the Hamas terrorist group and, um, the ongoing conflict is happening there where Israel is now fighting back. And, um, you know, it, as I've, observed it and spoken with other Christians about it, you know, you, you look at it and you say, okay, there's a couple things that could be happening here. You know, either this is a very significant, uh, end times event, which it absolutely can and may be. Um, but even if it's not, it's leading up to the end times events that the Bible prophesies. And what's really interesting is that, you know, this conflict goes all the way back to Abraham's two sons, right? The son of promise, Isaac, from which the Hebrews came and the nation of Israel, his son being Isaac's son, being Jacob, who whose name was changed to Israel and was the father of the 12 tribes of Israel. And then Ishmael, who was the impatient Abraham response to God's promise to bless him with a son when he didn't have one in his old age. And he chose to follow his wife's advice and sleep with her maid servant and produced Ishmael who is the father of the Arab race and those two uh cultures have been fighting ever since um but frankly God's blessed both of them you know because of their father Abraham and uh but the conflict rages on today going all the way back that thousands of years i mean the bible lays down the framework for everything that we see in our lives personally and Globally, It's so neat when you see it from that perspective.
1: And what's so good about that and what we want to encourage our listeners to do is to look at it from the biblical perspective. Because we've been talking over the last several weeks about dealing with anxiety. Several podcasts that our listeners can go back because they're all uh, archived at totally transformed dot org. Um, and listen to how you deal with anxiety because. It is anxiety-producing, uh, could be, and is, in a concerned way if you listen to the heinous acts that innocent people are, are undergoing because Hamas attacked Israel by surprise, and now Israel's retaliating and all that's going on. But you've got to know, you've got to know that God's in control. You've got to know just what you just said. This is all going to culminate in history, which we call his story. Um, in God's plan for the kingdom of God for eternity. I guess the best thing in what I've been saying to people that I've been talking to, look, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and Lord, that is your first thing you must accomplish today. Because you can, uh, I'll let you quote the scriptures in a minute about that. But the bottom line is you have to know that you are in him. Psalm 91 says, We dwell in the secret place of the Most High under the shadow of the Almighty against who power, whose power no foe can stand. If you don't have a trust and security in the fact that you've been saved in Christ's righteousness, which you can never achieve, was imputed to you not by works of righteousness, and righteousness but according to his mercy, then you're going to have a hard time. Dealing with crisis in your backyard, like, you know, there was a shooter at the local Texas fair the other day, or thousands of miles away, thinking and fearing, which is often fear, false evidence appearing real, that's the acrostic for fear, in vain imaginations. So tell people, um, because there may be someone who does not know how to be saved, if they're not, that's critical today to stand, right?
0: Critical critical. You must know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. He is the Son of God. He came fully God. He was born on this earth, fully God, fully man, um, lived a perfect life, died on the cross for our sins, and made a way, a bridge between us and God. We were separated from him. We all are separated from him because of our sin that we're all born with and that we then carry out in our own lives. Uh, by sinning against God from the earliest ages of our lives.
1: And what, can just say, with your example with Ishmael and Isaac, sin, sin, and not being obedient to God, which we're all sinners saved by his grace, but the impact of your sin on yourself, your family, the church, the United States, the world, one person in history. Yep has created a lot of havoc and right. stress, right? To say the
0: least. I right. Think, yeah. And um, so in order to be saved, in order to accept that free gift that Jesus offers us through his perfect life and death on the cross where he paid for our sins, um, you have to do this. It says in Romans 10, 9 and 10, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead you will be saved for with the heart one believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation so there's a belief right that that uh, a confession with your mouth that that Jesus is lord and believing in your heart that God raised him from the dead and known Those before two things, men
1: Let men know, you know, you
0: should, you should tell somebody if, if you've never done that before, that you believe Jesus is Lord and that he rose from the dead. Um, and, and make that a, um, a time, do that in a time of prayer with the Lord, you know, tell the Lord Jesus, I believe that you I I declare today that you are my Lord. I make you my Lord, meaning you're in charge, Jesus, of my life. I submit my life to you completely. I'm going to do what you say to do. I'm going to follow your leading. I'm going to seek you to know you. And therefore, you're you're going to be my Lord starting now. And I believe in my heart that God raised you from the dead. And if you need help believing that, tell him. Mm -hmm. Say, Lord, help me. I believe, you know, there is. Um, in the Bible, it talks about the man who said to Jesus, I believe, help my unbelief. Right. Right. So don't be, don't feel like if you have some doubts that that disqualifies you, if your intention is to come to him and say, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. I'm choosing to believe with an act of my will, help me build my faith. And that faith is going to come through The word of God, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That's Hebrews 11, isn't it? I think so. I'm not
1: quite sure. Um,
0: um, I'll confirm that here in a minute. But reading God's word, spending time with him, I believe it should be daily. It's important for it to be daily, not in a legalistic way, but just in a way to help us to maintain when we have so much coming at us from the world, so many distractions, so many things that want to sedate us and distract us from the things that truly matter. We've got to be spending time in God's word and got to be spending time listening to hear his still small voice in our hearts. And, you know, another
1: scripture says, if I acknowledge you before men talking about Jesus, Jesus, you will acknowledge me before my father who is in heaven. So that step of telling somebody um, and, you know, Lance, you know, as well as I do and some of the things you just said, once you get saved, and have a real experience in Christ then you must follow to grow and be sanctified between salvation and which is when you're justified instantly and glorification when you're ju- when you're instantly glorified to be with him when you die there's sanctification so but if you're saved the holy spirit will convict you and if you're convicted and you repent if you confess your sins he's faithful and just to forgive you Cleanse you from all unrighteousness. So we can stay in a state of a perfect heart even though we're all sinners saved by grace, right? Yeah,
0: because we're 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 all gonna make mistakes. Yes. Right. So that's right. I was way wrong. It's Romans ten, seventeen. Yeah. Which says in the English Standard Version, so faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. Right. And we can get the words of Christ, the word of Christ, um, by reading the Bible, right? Um right. You want specifically the words of Christ to read the red letters in Matthew, Mark, Luke and John and in some other uh, scriptures in the New Testament and some other books in the New Testament um, where Jesus is quoted. But I also just want to say one other thing while I'm correcting myself. Um, If you want to hear all the archives of our podcast. Yes. They're not at our website. They you can get it through your podcast app. And if you're listening to us now, you probably know that you can just scroll backward to all of the episodes that we have archived and we have never erased an episode of this podcast so you can go back i think to we're on to maybe our sixth year i think we started this in 2017 so you can go back in here every archive podcast we've ever done um here by going into your um, podcast app on your iphone or however you get a uh, podcast if you're Wanting to get them through the internet, you can go to SoundCloud and find us there and listen to our archives there as well.
1: I think I clicked on totallytransformed.org and went to shows and picked it up recently, but I could. Oh, really? Do we have a link on there? Maybe I'm mistaken. Okay. Anyway, do what Lance says if you don't find it there. But here's a good segue because we're talking about Jerusalem today. Praying for Jerusalem, which we'll talk about a little bit more. I uh, really memorized a chorus. If I forget you, O Jerusalem, bad voice. But I knew the whole scripture. If I forget you, O Jerusalem, may my right hand forget its skill. May my tongue cleave to the roof of my mouth if I do not remember you. If I do not consider you my highest joy, which is Psalm 137, 5 through 6, NIV. That's the NIV version. My point to you listening is that when you meditate, navigate in the word, in church, sing choruses, whatever you have to do. I say, memorize, uh, I say, um, memorize, and then I say, meditate, Meditate, and then I say, harmonize it, sing it back to the Lord, and then utilize it. You know, four Ms. If you want five hours to victory to your thought life, that's at our same resource. You can get it there on how to memorize the word. But the bottom line is, What I'm saying here is that these things come up in you when you're facing something new today. For example, this conflict with Jerusalem could cause anxiety in the heart of people. But the word tells you exactly what we can do about the only thing we can do unless you're directed to uh, donate to some worthy causes to help the people out there, which you know are are credible. But, you know, tell us some more about
0: that, Lance. Psalm 122, 6-9 through nine says, Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May those who love you be secure. May their peace be within your walls and security within your citadels. For the sake of my family and friends, I will say, peace be within you. For the sake of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek your prosperity. That's Psalm 122, 6-9. through nine. So, You know, whenever I hear of something going on, uh, related to Israel and Jerusalem and it being a place where peace is being attacked, I feel a responsibility to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And I think it's important to make it part of your daily practice of prayer, you know, to, to ask God to bring peace, to ask him to defend his people, to ask him to, beat back the forces of darkness and defeat evil in the name of Jesus.
1: Well, and we we don't give to get necessarily, but if you give, you will get because given it shall be given unto you, pressed down and running over, whether it's prayer, whether it's money, whether it's service, whatever it is. But Genesis 12:3 promises blessings on those who bless Israel. Can you look up Genesis 12:3? And on those who curse and curses on those who curse her And since Jerusalem is depicted as the center of Jewish life, it follows that those who pray for peace and security of Jerusalem will be at peace themselves. So we do things that help us get into a posture that brings blessings, such as obedience, not sinning without repentance, giving to the kingdom of God and things that are important. And so go ahead. What's Genesis So this is
0: one of this is promises to Abram. Um, in Genesis 12, it says, starting in verse one, now the Lord had said to Abram, get out of your country from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. Fast forward several thousand years now, not, not reading the Bible at this moment. (laughs) Uh, they are now a great nation, right? I will make getting back to the verse, verse two, I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great. And you shall be a blessing. Then verse three, this is where we come in. I will bless those who bless you and I will curse him who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So just think about that. If you're, if if you don't know which side to take, you know, there's, there's groups out there that want to take the side of, um, against, take the side against Israel, you know, whichever part of that you want to talk about. Um, they are aligning themselves with curses, frankly. Yeah. Um, but if you take the side of Israel because it's God's people, God said, if you bless Israel, if you bless the nation of Israel, Israel, I will bless you. I want to be in alignment with that. I want to be in alignment with supporting Israel. I want my nation to support Israel because I believe there's a blessing on the United States of America. I know that because of our historical support of Israel. And uh, it's only to our chagrin if we, as a people or as individuals, choose to side against Israel.
1: And there are some radical groups in this country that equate Hamas uh, and what they're standing for with what they supposedly have suffered in other persecuted areas or in this country. I don't think you can compare apples to oranges. That's very unwise. But one thing you read in Psalm 122, 6 through 9, it says, may there be peace within your walls and security within your citadels for Jerusalem or Israel. And you can take that because it says, may those who love you be secure. So if you're praying, according to the word, on the side, on God's side, right, in what he's for— then not only are you going to pray for the security and peace there, you're going to feel peace and security within yourself. Just because you are aware, you don't have to be upset, you don't have to fear what's going to happen to you, because that's vain imaginations. You know, again, false evidence appearing real when these things happen. You must, if there's any a time in my lifetime when I've realized that those people that have not been obedient submitted to the will and the salvation of Christ that you just uh, read about in the word, they're not going to make it because it says in the last days, hearts men's hearts will fail them for fear. You've got to know who you are, where you came from and where you're going and have your trust in the one that knows everything, all knowing, omniscient, omnipresent, omnipotent, all of it, all knowing everywhere and all powerful when you can't do anything but pray, but then you have great faith because the prayers of righteous men and women made righteous by their salvation through Jesus Christ availeth much. So you never know what your agreement in prayer today in your little prayer closet in Frisco or wherever you are, because we're talking to people all over the world, will do to change the course of time and assault For someone you don't even know, you might get to heaven and he'll come up to you or she'll come up to you and say, thank you for praying for me. I was suddenly protected by an angel in the midst of great danger. And we've talked before about rehearsing our victories. We may get time to do this or we may not today. But you experienced that when you were over in Iraq. God can assure you, no matter what dangerous situation you're in, if you're right in the midst of it or you're not, or assure people on the, your behalf as you pray for them, that they're safe. And there's nothing that can substitute the, for that, right? Nothing. nothing. Okay. Nothing. Yeah. That right. is
0: that inner peace that's available to everyone that will trust in the name of Jesus, that will trust in the Lord with all their heart and lean not on their own understanding, according to Proverbs 3. Um, I, was, I am right now memorizing Proverbs 3, <clears throat> I have been memorizing Proverbs 3 over the last several months and uh, I'm reminded as you're talking about not having to concern ourselves or be worried about evil things happening to us if we're trusting in the Lord Proverbs three twenty five and 26 says have no fear of sudden disaster or of the ruin that overtakes the wicked for the Lord will be your competence and will keep your foot from being snared so And that was preceded by my son in verse 21. My son, preserve sound judgment and discernment. Do not let them out of your sight. So if we are choosing to live righteous lives, meaning we're pursuing the Lord, we're, like you said before, working on keeping a perfect heart by repenting when we miss it, when we sin, asking for forgiveness to those that we've offended telling the Lord we're sorry, asking him to wash us and make us clean, and then choosing to turn and walk in a direction that's right before God. Um, We don't have to fear sudden disaster. We don't have to fear that suddenly our lives are going to be destroyed. Um, Though we can't always determine our circumstances. And I know there's a lot of people that are in harm's way right now in different parts of the world. You can trust in the Lord With all your heart, he has command of legions of angels that he can send to whomever he needs to be defended. And, you know, on top of all that, we're not afraid of death either, right? Because death has lost its sting. Right. The moment we close our eyes in this life, we open our eyes in eternity with the Lord. And so, you know, um, we can just have confidence on all sides, I believe.
1: You know, one thing that we really stand for at Totally Transformed, and you kind of mentioned when we were talking before the show, you were listening to some John Eldridge um, podcast. We have to know not only that we're saved, but we are loved and accepted. Ephesians 1, six.
0: That's a big one.
1: We're accepted in the beloved. And so if you've gone through some um, terrible wounding and rejection, like I started this show talking about Jeremiah, the weeping prophet. He had lots of rejection, but he got with the Lord. The Lord said, I formed you, as I said, in your mother's womb. That goes beyond any rejection in this life. So God helped Jeremiah know that he knew him that goes beyond the rejection or the acceptance of his mother, father, or anybody he faced in this life. Because in this life, hurt people hurt people, healed people healed people you're going to face rejection, not getting the love you need in the way you needed it, at the time you needed it, from whom you needed it. And if that's your issue, you need to deal with that because you were just commenting that a lot of people in crisis times or in fearful times or things that can cause that turn to the wrong thing and blow their life up. You can't suddenly take a counterfeit offer of Satan to placate your wound You can't take money, you can't take success, you can't take position, you can't take drugs, alcohol, illicit sex, affairs. I mean, I deal with people or help people all the time that one of the partner decided to go outside the covenant of marriage and have an affair. You talk about blowing up your life and having years of having to rebuild trust and all that. So another thing we advocate, and you can at least get my book Saved but not free. Save but not free. You can get it at Save or Amazon.com, Saved, S A V E D, but Not Free, which tells you how you got rejected, what to do about it, how to heal, how to uh, bind the enemy and do spiritual warfare with right. five hours of victory to your thought life and how to stay free. Yeah. I mean, there is a blueprint right there. Right. And now we get uh testimonies from people I don't even know that have read my book and have done well in uh, going through the principles, and then you still may need some ministry of some sort to get with someone to pray for you for healing, because Jesus said in Luke four eighteen and 19, which was a fulfillment of Isaiah 61, 1 through 4, I have come to heal the brokenhearted and set at liberty those that are bound. That defines, I believe, the soul man, the mind that thinks, imagines, and remembers the will and emotions, that can be damaged from how you have been rejected or loved or or not loved. And you can be healed. Jesus provided everything, healing for your body, healing for your soul, healing for your eternal life through the cross. And you can access that today and get help or help, find people that know how to help you. Because t- talk a little bit about what John Eldridge said about, or was there anything else you want to say about that, that he's concerned about people that blow up their lives yeah
0: if you get a chance um i love love john Eldridge's wild at heart podcasts um we love to recommend great resources on this podcast so um he i i in my opinion he's just always putting out really useful content that's present day practical pursuit of the lord and and of health in our spiritual lives uh, but he recently had an episode it's not the most recent one but a I think a couple episodes back, uh, were called, um, I think it's called what are the essentials or what is essential essentials is in the title, um, where he's talking about what are the things that we must have in order not to blow up our lives. Right. And he just mentions examples like you just did of somebody he knows that just blew up his family through an affair and somebody else blew up or destroyed, um, part a part of their lives or their their lives uh through other actions that are outside of god's best for us through sinful choices but those choices in many ways are predictable right you can foresee that if a pitcher throws a fastball over the middle of the plate that a good hitter is going to hit it out of the ballpark right if you don't make good choices in your life to make sure that you're not doing the things that are going to lead to your destruction, then you're, you can be a sitting duck. It doesn't happen automatically. You've got to be doing intentionally the things that we all know or should know or need to learn about that will set us up for success in this walk with the Lord. And that is like we talked about before, getting alone with him, having a quiet time, spending time in the word, memorizing it, Going to church, being in church regularly, not forsaking the the fellowship um, of the believers, and then pursuing our healing. And he makes a great point, I think, in in a couple of podcasts I've listened to recently. That because he puts on intensive seminars, right? right? We've done seminars through our ministry, and he does you know Wild at Heart weekends. I've done, one, I've been to one in Colorado, which are great. But he says he's like he says, which I think is a great point. You don't have to do that in order to be healed. Jesus has been healing people for thousands of years. Ever since he stood up in the temple and read from Isaiah 61 saying, I've come to heal the brokenhearted and set at liberty those that are bound. He's made healing available to us if we will pursue unity with Christ. And everything that he has to offer through union with him and relationship with him and all these resources that we provide and that other ministries provide, are certainly ones that we should pursue and, and, um, apply in our lives, but it's available to everyone, no matter if you can afford to go to a intensive weekend like that or not, it's available from Jesus if we will pursue it and pursue him.
1: Right. Uh, I just wanted to say, and we don't have much more time, probably no time. We're probably out of time, but All those things are so important to not turn to counterfeit offers, to turn to Jesus. The more crisis you're in, the closer you need to get with Jesus and other people that can help you, but not turn to, you're either serving Satan or you're serving the Lord Jesus Christ. You can't love both. You'll hate one and love the other and vice versa. So uh, you can examine your own heart. We're supposed to do that in the Word, but Last but not least, and we won't go into any examples, maybe we'll finish this uh, next time, but David, in one of the worst crises of his life at Ziklag, you can read all about it in 1 Samuel 30, he'd had nobody. He'd been in battle. They came and captured the Amalekites. His family took all of his crops and wealth, and his mighty men turned against him. He did something there that I'll never forget. Well, he did four things. I'll tell you the four things. He inquired of the Lord he encouraged himself that's what you were just talking about that's what reminded me of it you have yourself and the godhead you and the godhead are a majority he rehearsed his victories and it'll tell you in first samuel 30 he recovered it all so i th- want to exhort everybody to rehearse your victories you have been through things that god pulled you through he devoided any trial of its ability to harm you which it says in um um Matthew 16:33 in the Amplified. In this world, we have trial and tribulation, but be of good cheer. I've devoid it of its ability to harm you. All he wants to do is train your hands for war, to teach you to be an overcomer over Satan, even better, even though in Luke 4:19 he said, I've given you all authority. He wants you to implement it and see that you can rebuke Satan in the name of Jesus and resist any appropriate spirit that's working with him. And he wants to uh, if you're facing persecution, he says, "Be of good cheer. They persecuted me before they persecuted you. You're in good company, and hopefully he's not trying to discipline you every day to bring you back into a relationship with him, but he will if you know him and you're not bearing fruit, just like we discipline our children, if they're not obedient, so they won't run out in the street and get hit by a car. yeah, so if you know these things by the word, if you practice them like we've said." you will be in good stead, no matter what's going on in your life personally or around you.
0: I just want to end with this Philippians 4, 6 and 7. I think we've quoted it many times on this podcast, but it says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus me talking now, that right there, Philippians 4, 6, and 7, is available to you today if you're listening to the sound of my voice. So let's pray right now. And if you'll agree with us in prayer, you can have that peace that passes all understanding in your life. So Lord, we come to you today and we take hold Thank of God that Jesus. peace that yes, you Lord. promise us in Philippians 4, 6, and 7. That We don't have to be anxious about anything, nothing. It doesn't matter. We don't have to be anxious about rockets coming in and and, and blowing us up. We don't have to be anxious about what might happen in our jobs. We don't have to be anxious about what our kids might do. We don't have to be anxious about um, what our family members might do or our spouse might do or what we might do if we will trust in you. If we will come to you with prayer and supplication with thanksgiving and make our request known unto you. So our request today, God, is that you would fill us with that peace, that you would take care of those things, God, that we can't control, Lord, that you would watch over us and protect us and that you would help us to trust in you with all of our heart and lean not on our own understanding. Lord, we acknowledge you you, and we trust you to make our path straight and we rest in you And we take on your peace. We put on the preparation of the gospel of peace on our feet so that everywhere we walk, we're walking in peace and we're delivering peace to those around us. So, Lord, we trust in you. We thank you for your word that calms us in the middle of the storm. Lord, we believe in you. We trust in you, Jesus. And we declare that you are our Lord and Savior. You have made a way for us. And Lord, we cling to you. Jesus, we need you. you. We must have you in our lives. We want you in every part of our lives. Yes. Morning, noon and night as we sleep. Lord, be in our midst. Be with us. Yes. Show us the things that we can do, Lord, to further strengthen our relationship with you and grow in you and be made more like you in Jesus. name.
1: And we also pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Lord, we pray for Israel. We pray for the assault that's going on there. We take authority in Jesus' name on behalf of those people. And Lord, through this podcast, someone might be listening to us right now. What if you're in that situation? We are praying for you over here. Call out for your guardian angels, rehearse your victories, and let the Lord confirm to you. Because that verse Lance just read in Philippians 4, the Lord just reminded me, it starts with you. You have no anxiety. You have to exert your will to believe and ask for the faith to believe. If you don't, what the word says, and what God has provided for you on the cross. So, Lord, we thank you that we can be part of that solution thousands of miles away. In Jesus name, we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. 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 Well, thank you for joining us today on the Totally Transformed podcast. We look forward to talking to you next time on another episode.